Chapter 1 Curious Chemistry With a little luck and steady nerves, she wouldn't blow up the laboratory again. Greta Jane Singleton stood poised over a battered wooden table, covered in beakers and vials filled with mysterious liquids in a kaleidoscope of colors. A few bubbled over small oil lamps. In one corner, a dusty old grandfather clock ticked away the early morning hours. A tea tray covered with half-nibbled cucumber sandwiches and a pot of tepid tea languished on a spindly-legged table nearby. A polished brass clockwork canary perched atop the clock, warbling a tune from the Mikado in high-pitched metallic chirps. Sunlight streamed through four windows, two on either side of a heavy wooden door, and two more on the side walls of the building. The laboratory had once been the family's garden shed. After Greta nearly set the kitchen on fire with her experiments, her mother insisted she move them to the small outbuilding. Her father constantly threatened to reclaim it. If he hadn't been terrified of the volatile substances scattered on every surface, he would probably have cleared it out ages ago. By selling some of her more practical potions and formula, she managed to pay him a stipend for the use of the building. He still grumbled that when she burned the shed down, neither of them would have the use of it. Her earnings as an amateur alchemist would hardly pay to have a replacement built. She worked on through the morning, mixing and heating different substances, and then grinding a compound to a fine powder in a battered ceramic mortar and pestle. As the sun warmed the room, she wiped her hands on the stained and bleached apron covering her red plaid wrapper. The dress was at least twenty years out of style, but these days most fashionable dresses featured a bustle which tended to knock things over when she turned around. She much preferred the flame-retardant wool dress, which was far more practical than the frilly frocks her mother insisted she wear when they paid calls or attended the theater. She remained absorbed in her work, blissfully oblivious to the chaotic mess around her. It was her second attempt at creating a new alchemical formula, which she called Featherfall. If it worked, it would defy the laws of gravity, a few drops could lift a carriage a foot in the air. Applied and activated with heat, the effect could last as long as a few days. A floating carriage would require less horsepower, whether steam-generated or horse-drawn. Her best friend Kit, a mechanical genius, would be so proud of her. Between the two of them, they could create something amazing by combining her anti-gravity formula with his machinery. But first, she had to get the formula to work. Her first attempt had ended explosively. Her mother found her hiding in the pantry afterwards, her hair singed and still smoking, apron covered in vivid green splotches. Mother had been kind, although frightened, and had taken the opportunity to beg her once again to give up these foolish experiments. Alchemy was no pastime for a well-bred young lady. Greta wished her mother would finally realize she made a much better alchemist, in spite of the explosions, than she would ever make a refined young lady. If anything was a foolish waste of time in the attempt, it was the latter. When she managed to get the feather fall to work, it would serve as proof. Maybe it would even convince her parents to let her sit for the apothecary examination. She had good reason to hope this time she would be successful. The compound was much more finely and consistently ground. There were no distractions. With her parents off visiting relatives, there'd be no bothersome interruptions. She checked the clock. The solution mustn't simmer too long. It's now or never. Greta steadied her hands, 
lowering her protective goggles to sift the compound into the beaker. This is where things had gone badly on her previous attempt. She held her breath. The first flex slid into the beaker and dissolved. She stirred it gently with a glass baton, pouring the rest into the container. The liquid turned a soft, pearlescent blue, which seemed to glow. Greta exhaled in relief. So far, so good. Her friend, Christopher Kit Merriweather, paced just outside. Unlike her father, his hesitation to enter the laboratory had nothing to do with any concerns about the experimenting happening within. Greta was always working on some formula. He'd grown used to their sometimes disastrous results. One accident had coated every object in the room, including Greta with purple gelatinous goo.